Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and you're listening to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, a podcast where I share simple and scientifically tested tips and strategies to help you clean up your mind and life. Happy New Year's Eve. Wow, we made it. Despite all the ups and downs and craziness, you made it. And I'm proud of each and every one of you. Life has not been easy, but despite how you may feel now, you succeeded. You grew, you loved, and are loved. In this bonus episode, I want to play some of the recordings you all sent me telling me about some of the biggest challenges you overcame this year, what you're working on next year, what you're proud of yourself for doing this year, and who inspired you the most in 2020. I hope these recordings will help inspire and motivate you for this upcoming year. I'll be doing more interactive podcasts this year, so if you have a question you'd like me to answer or a story you'd like to share, send me a voice memo either via the Anchor app or email it to me at info at drleaf.com. You can also send feedback, comments, whatever. All this will help me make these podcasts more applicable and enjoyable. One more note before we begin. If you enjoy listening to my podcast and want to know how you can support me, then please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and keep sharing with friends and family on social media. And if you haven't yet pre-ordered my new book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, I strongly recommend that you do. This is, this is my best work and I'm so excited about it. The link will be in the show notes. Now, let's get on with today's episode. Hi, Caroline. Uh, My name is Tiffany and I'm in Canada. Uh, My sister had actually sent me your post on wanting to hear from people to feature their story in an upcoming podcast. So I thought that I would answer your six questions in hopes to help your cause. Um, What was the best thing to happen to me this year? Uh, The best thing that happened to me this year is that I found out my husband was cheating on me and we are getting a divorce. Um, I say it's the best thing to happen to me because Uh, God really came into my situation and uh, he met me in my mess. He showed me who he was and what he's capable of doing in my life. Um, And that changed everything for me. The greatest lesson I learned this year was that, um, you know, first and foremost, that I need to put God at the center of everything. 
Um, and, you know, I also learned that, you know, I'm a beautiful, powerful, strong woman um, that didn't deserve what happened to me. Uh, that him doing that to me uh, wasn't a reflection of my worth as a person. Um, and, uh, you know, to put myself first, I moved myself from the bottom of my list to the top of my list. You know, for 10 years, I forgot who I was and I didn't make myself a priority at all. So moving myself to the top of my list and making myself a priority uh, was a complete game changer for me. Um, the obstacle that I faced and how I overcame it um, you know, one big major thing was that I had to, uh, I had to face the situation in the midst of the pandemic. So, you know, it's isolating enough as it is, um, COVID and I had to sit in my situation and, and, you know, in it, in a situation where normally you'd want people around you, people would visit you to support you and encourage you. I couldn't have anybody around me physically. So, um, I really had to spend a lot of time on my own, um, so I spent a lot of time journaling and praying and talking to God and uh, just really spending a lot of time in solitude um, and really kind of taking my energy and putting that focus back on myself because I wanted to learn who I was. I wanted to find the woman that I had lost for 10 years. Um, so I wanted to find the things that I like to do. Uh, I wanted to say yes to things that I previously would have said no to. Um, I just wanted something different. So... Uh, the thing that I'm most proud of for doing this year is that I walked out of this situation with my head held high um, and, you know, I had a lot of grace through it and I had a lot of integrity all through it too. Uh, so I'm really proud of that. Um, what am I planning on working on in 2021? Uh, I want to write a book because I want to inspire others and encourage others to show them that they can survive something like this and that it's possible. Um and I just want to lift others up. Uh, my sister has probably been the one that has impacted me the most. Uh, you know, she encouraged me constantly, walked with me, talked with me, uh, and she was just there for me. So my sister Gina is the one that, uh, that really helped me the most. The best thing that's happened to me this year is I forgave and walked through healing for my childhood sexual abuse. What I've learned this year is whatever I do not confront will keep popping up throughout my life and seem bigger and scarier to face. What I'm most proud of that I've accomplished this year is that I allowed myself to feel the pain of my trauma and I had to remember the painful memories and process and forgive and I learned to release. That was major for me. I never thought I could face the pain and forgive my abusers. What I'm planning to work on in 2021 is to continue to renew my mind and to journal. I've had in my heart to publish a book in the future about healing from my sexual childhood abuse. Who's impact impacted my life the most this year is Ashley Bale, my former pastor. She has encouraged me to walk in my calling. I've always feared public speaking, but she's always encouraged me to use my voice and exercise it like it's a muscle. I don't know a lot of authentic people, but she's always been a real one. I love her. Hi, Dr. Caroline. I will do my best to keep this under five minutes, but um, I'm very thankful I stumbled upon your post and was able to kind of jot these down for myself. But number one, you said, what was the best thing to happen to you this year? 
the best thing was actually the worst thing, um, and that was going through a breakup for the very first time. I am 23 years old, and I never dated anyone, and this was a very dear friend to me, and um, still is, but timing just didn't work out, and we ended up breaking up around end of April, and it was <laughs> really... Um, is a rough time and a roller coaster. But number two, what was the greatest lesson you learned? I've learned a few lessons from that. One is how to deal with negative emotions. I never knew how to deal with negative emotions. And your posts, along with some counseling and just kind of diving into the word as well, has been just so helpful in knowing that I'm not sinning, I'm not a bad person if I feel negative emotions and it's okay to cry um, and not feel guilty about it. So that's been a huge, huge lesson. Two is that my security is in the Lord and nothing else. It's not in man, it's not in success, it's not in a cool job I got, um, but it's truly in the Lord and trusting Him and His plan for my life. Also, something the Lord gave me a few months ago was don't let a piece of your heart dictate the peace in your heart. Um, and that could be a piece of your heart can be a person or it could be a job or a situation. Um, and to not let that disrupt your peace. Um, yes, we should deal with negative emotions, but we shouldn't be so um, swayed and make decisions based on them all the time. But we really need to sit and pray and ask God why we're feeling that way sometimes and let him rule in our hearts. And then also God's timing is the best. <laughs> truly, truly is. He has the best timing, the best plan for our life. Um, three, what obstacle did you face and how did you overcome it or are overcoming it? I'd say still that breakup, I as as much as I hate to say it, I think there's times I'm still overcoming it. Um, but something that has definitely helped me get through this mental roller coaster was just diving into um, God's word and also going to counseling too. But um, it's reminded me that it's okay to, again, have negative feelings and that we need to sit with them and pray about it and really trust God and be vulnerable um, with him about it. Uh, four, what are you proud of yourself for doing this year? Uh, taking time for myself and not feeling guilty about it um, and really just kind of taking my time in the morning and having me time and knowing that it's okay and I'm not being lazy. Uh, I think that's really huge that a lot of people can learn from too is just taking a few minutes for themselves. Five, what do you plan on uh, working on in 2021? To continue to trust God's timing um, and no, I can't fully love others until I learn to love myself. And that's biblical too, is to love one another as yourself. And I learned I can't do that to the best of my ability if I don't even love myself and cannot be um, secure in knowing who I am in Christ and how great he's made me to be and um, the great thing he has for my life. And I've definitely have so much more confidence in who I am but I really want to continue to strengthen that and my faith in that um area in 2021 um and to continue to understand others I love getting to know people I love listening to them and understanding them and through this kind of mental roller coaster and hardship 
I have learned to understand people's situations so much more, so much more because I've been in a really dark place myself. And so I'm able to understand others when they're going through a hard time. So thank you, Jesus, for that. And then I would just say shout out to my friends, my really close friends. They know who they are. Um, shout out to Jesus because without him, I would not be here. And also Danny, who is my ex, even though I hate saying that because we really are friends. But um, I would not be the same person I am today if it wasn't for this breakup in the relationship, um, the amazing time we had together. It was really, really great. And also to Sadie Robertson in Proverbs 31 Ministry because their podcast have been really inspiring in their faith in knowing that they went through rough times in life and that's okay and how they've overcome it has been again so inspiring i hope this was helpful thank you so much and i look forward to all your future content hello dr caroline leaf this is paula collins i was in a serious car accident that resulted in a traumatic brain injury. Because of that, I had to stop working in my dream career as a high school English teacher because I can only read for 25 minutes before my eyes go completely blurry. Um, I also have short-term memory loss issues and a whole host of other things. Um, while that has been really hard on me, I have decided that 2021 will be my year because I'm going to start my own business and talk about brain health and how to incorporate essential oils into that. The best thing that happened to me this year was learning to be more comfortable with myself. Uh, spending so much time alone really forced me to get to know myself and how to be my own best friend. The greatest lesson I learned was how to ask for help. I, I still hate it, but it's a lot easier now. Uh, as far as an obstacle, I was diagnosed with cancer this year, um, and I faced it by practicing number two. I'm proud of myself for picking up biking. Uh, it's something I've wanted to do for a really long time, and I think the boredom was just the kick I needed to finally do it. For 2021, my goal is to continue learning self-acceptance. I really want to be honest with myself and with others about who I am, all of me, all my imperfections and my quirks, and uh, learn to embrace them. And person who has impacted me the most is probably my therapist. She gives me a space to say what I need to, feel what I need to, and has really helped me work through a lot this year. You know what I learned this year was to have more compassion uh, somebody put up the post saying, you know, we're all in the same storm, but we're really not all in the same boat. And that's something I really realized this year um, as a teacher, really seeing how that affected all my students. But the other thing I really loved seeing this year was people recognizing that fact and reaching out to each other and showing so much kindness and compassion and just sharing what there was to be had. Um, and I think that's been the most beautiful thing this year. Um, the best thing I've seen on Facebook is a group called the Kindless, Kindness Pandemic and they just champion the kind moments they see people doing around and honestly, that's what we needed this year in 2020 and for that, I'm so grateful. The best thing that happened to me this year was watching a dream totally unfold for my husband and I. We had been dreaming about a promotion for our business for the past eight years 
um, knowing that there is a possibility that it may never happen. So the fact that it actually did happen and it happened during the year of a pandemic was just truly incredible. We are so humbled and so encouraged and so thankful to the Lord for that. Uh, We really went through a lot, actually, 10 years ago when both of our mothers died the same year. I think when something like that happens, it can really derail you and discourage you to the point where, you know, it could be hard to just chase after dreams. But, you know, we chose to just trust in the Lord. We leaned on Him. We worked hard. And here we are 10 years later, and it's happened. Hi, my name is Rebecca Disney. Um, During 2020, I went through an unexpected divorce. I moved and my parents moved in with me. Um, Both my parents have health issues. And through all of it, I decided that I was going to continue to see my trauma counselor um, because my marriage had been quite unstable. We had never really been able to get to um, processing my trauma through EMDR. Um, But we were finally able to start doing that. And um, heading into 2021, I am feeling stronger, more mentally um, capable, and processing trauma. Hello. So one of the biggest obstacles I faced this year was jealousy, um, which is quite ugly and I did not like seeing that in myself. Um, I really had to come to terms with the fact that my friends are allowed to make new friends. And if they do, they are not abandoning me. They're just enjoying their life and making new friends. Um, It's really funny, like because 2020 has been so quiet, um, a lot of other things have come up for me. So I, I, you know, went through a divorce four years ago. And while I have dealt with a lot of things um, since then, um, a lot of the, the deeper stuff has only just started to come up now because of 2020 and all of the things that led up to it. Um, so it's good. It's been really challenging, but it is really good too. I'm now seeing a psychologist, which I am very proud of. Um, finally got my butt into gear. <laughs> So um, we'll see. We'll see how we go. Hi, Dr. Leaf. Thank you for the opportunity to share my story with you. As you stated on your Instagram post, 2020 has surely been something else. My favorite phrase to use this year has been, what a time to be alive, because if it's not one thing, it's something else. At the beginning of the year, I was caretaking for a family member that was recovering from a major surgery. The surgery was planned, but the length of the recovery was not. This was very hard for me, and it took a toll on me emotionally and mentally. I felt like I was in a constant state of anxiety. Fast forward to June 2020, and I tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, I had a mild case, although I was still sick for about two weeks. Looking back, I was living in fear. I did literally everything in my power to control the outcome, and I still got sick. I do not say that to instill fear or disregard safety measures, but rather because I recognized that fear wasn't doing me any favors. As a result of the pandemic and being able to work from home, I have spent the majority of my time in my hometown with my dad and my grandma. This has certainly been the biggest blessing of 2020. If this year has taught me anything, it is that time is the most precious gift. I have been dealing with mild anxiety for some time now, and due to everything happening in my life in this year of 2020, It escalated a little, and I started medicine just over a month ago. So far, I noticed that it has really helped. I was very scared to take this step, 
but it took this year for me to face some of my biggest fears and get the help I needed. As I head into 2021, I hope to take the good and bad from 2020 and keep growing and keep healing. My name is Eugenie Salambo. Thank you, Dr. Lee, for this opportunity. So the best thing that happened to me this year was that I fell in love. I met a girl who I really love and we are really happy together. And this has helped me to push and to do many things uh, in my life. So uh, the greatest lesson that I've learned this year is that time changes, things come to an end, and we can we cannot uh, hold on to physical things because there's nothing that is permanent. So the obstacle that I faced this year was that my father passed away, and this was a man that I really loved and I really adored. And we are re- we are really close to to each other. The man was the sole breadwinner of our family, and we really depended on him on literally everything, everything. So when this, when his death happened, which which came so abruptly, we were so hit. No one had anticipated such a thing. Yet he was not sick for a long time or what. The man we just got the news that the man was. Uh, not there anymore and that thing really uh, hit us so bad up to now i'm still working on myself i'm still trying to accept the fact that that man is not is no longer there but i hope i'll be good so i'm proud of myself uh, because i've i've never given up on myself i never i've never let go of what i believe i can do I, I just held on, no matter the obstacles or the circumstances, I still held on. Uh, coming 2021, I'm planning to work on myself, I'm planning to work on my spiritual and network, I'm planning to work on myself both physically, relationship-wise, and everything concerning myself. Uh, this year, my girlfriend has really impacted me. She encouraged me. She gave me hope. And from our love, I got uh, a lot of energy and and strength to do a lot of things. Thank you, Dr. Leaf. May God bless you. Hey, Dr. Leaf. Thank you for doing this. Um, the best thing that happened to me this year was uh, wrote a book. Finally, I've been working on it for many, many years, and I finally wrote it this year. So that was the best thing. Uh, the greatest lesson I learned this year was that I could write a book, and that was something that uh, I never thought I could do. I grew up uh, with a father who was schizophrenic and bipolar and lived with a lot of chaos, and the obstacle that I face is anxiety. And I'm overcoming it now by realizing that much of it is in my body and not so much in my mind. So I'm proud of myself for um, doing this book and I'm planning to work on in 2021 is helping more people uh, recover from anxiety and um, you've impacted me and um, Nicole LaPera has also impacted me quite a bit. So anxiety is my big issue from growing up in a very chaotic environment when I was a child and just overcoming that and... Um, overcoming challenges like believing that I couldn't write a book I think is the big thing so again my name is Russ Kennedy you can certainly um, get a hold of me through this email and 
thank you. Thank you for doing this. Bye for now. Wow, so the best thing to happen to me this year is that I was given the opportunity to uh, take in two of my teenage siblings and to parent them this year. <laughs> totally unexpected, but it has been one of the greatest blessings of my life to get to do life with them and to get to know them. Um, they're amazing, wonderful uh, human beings. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, challenges to face um, as they had to especially change school districts and that in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm just so proud of them and, and, and of us for all of the obstacles we've been overcoming in learning how to navigate a, a new school district and school during pandemic. I'm so proud of each one of us for that. And I think um, it's actually the school districts that has in, impacted us the most this year. They've been so welcoming, so resourceful, so supportive. And I, I just don't know where I'd be without them. Just so grateful for them. And as we look forward to 2021, we're just planning on continuing to uh, lean into our a new and growing support network to celebrate the the joys and and the good things and the and the positive things in our lives and to continue to learn how to be a mini family within a larger family unit. So, yeah, thank you so much Dr. Caroline for all that you you share with this world. Uh, your podcasts have been also a mainstay for me in 2020. Hi, Dr. Leaf. My name is Christabel Braden, and I'm a survivor of traumatic brain injury. The biggest lesson that I've learned this year is to never disqualify myself. When my brain injury first happened over 10 years ago, I remember feeling like I couldn't do things. And over the years, that has actually accurately been the case in a lot of ways. I've struggled with fatigue, overstimulation, light and noise sensitivity, cognition, confusion. I also have dysautonomia as a result of the TBI. And so my reflexes, you know, I just recently discovered that and I've been able to find some help for that through functional neurology, but my reflexes weren't working right. So even walking has been a struggle. And so in a lot of ways, I felt like I couldn't do things that I wanted to do or things that I even felt called to do. Before my brain injury, I was very academically minded. Like, I just loved school. I loved learning. I loved everything about academia. And afterwards, I struggled so hard with simple addition or reading comprehension that I felt like I couldn't do an academic path anymore. But after my brain injury, I started to write music, and I never wrote a song before the brain injury happened. And since then, by the grace of God, I've gone on to be a singer-songwriter and been able to share songs written about my life through brain injury, songs about brain injury that have been able to encourage other people to keep going and with hope. And I've done touring, and I've been so grateful to be able to study music and do that. And I've always loved doing music. And not to take anything away from the blessing that being 
a musician has been in my life. But I still felt like I couldn't do certain things. Like I always had this desire to learn more and to get back into that academic path. But in my undergraduate degree, I, I had re-injuries and re-concussions. And I felt like I every day was a struggle with writing papers. I loved doing it, but I struggled so hard because looking at the computer screen and typing was just this big task for my brain that just felt like too much. And at the beginning of this year, I felt the Lord was calling me to apply for graduate school. And I was like, no, I can't do that. There's no way that I can do that. My <laughs> my brain is not capable of that. Sorry, can't do it. And every time I would go down to pray, I felt like God was just probing me to to try this. And so I applied and I was accepted. And this year I started my master's in theological studies. It has been life changing. I have a 4.0, and I can't believe it. I'm five classes away from graduation in May, and I, I share that with you, and hopefully it can be some encouragement to your listeners. I disqualified myself from an academic path because I didn't believe that my brain was capable of it. And reading your book, Dr. Leaf, reading Switch on Your Brain helped me so much to realize the neuroplasticity that my brain is capable of and that God created my brain to be able to heal itself. And this year, I have rediscovered a love for learning and a love for academia. I'm writing papers and my goal is to speak at women's conferences and to write Bible studies and books to encourage people on their journey to know that you never should disqualify yourself. Never give up on your journey. There is always more that can come your way. God is always at work and you're capable of more than you know. So thank you, Dr. Leaf, for your work. Thank you for the opportunity to get to share a little bit of my story. And I hope it's some encouragement as we go into 2021 for anyone who feels like you can't do something. Never disqualify yourself because you never know what you could be capable of. Thank you so much and wishing you a blessed 2021. Hi, my name is Sandra. I am 27 and from Ontario, Canada. I've been living with borderline personality disorder for what feels like my entire life, um, but it really became pervasive when I was about 17 years old. Um, in 2020, I have dealt with a lot of emotional instability due to childhood traumas and as well as other not so pleasant um, encounters in life. Uh, at the end of 2019, I was sexually assaulted and it was sort of a violent scenario. And within days, I began using cocaine for the first time. Um, so I was keeping two really big secrets from everybody in my life. And it took me most of 2020 to be able to muster up the courage 
uh, to talk about it with those that are close to me. Um, I've, I guess I'm happy to say that I'm probably at least four weeks sober now. Yes, the best thing in this year has been has been me working through my anxiety, anxiety and grief after losing a lot this year. I lost my job. I had to move home. The next month, my father died. The next month, I had to put my dog to sleep. My aunt died within weeks. And I just recently lost an uncle and had a small breakup in a relationship. But this has still been a great year with God providing me developing my faith muscle and going on. For 2021, I see myself facing the gunk, getting out in nature, being one, listening to God, and traveling more, and getting into hiking with my sister who has impacted me, Brittany. I've seen her grow into a great woman of God. So 2021 is our year. I'm facing the stuff and the feelings. Thank you to your podcast, your book, Hi, Dr. Leaf. It's Shireen Oliver here from Sydney, Australia. I am an online coach, a health and wellness coach, and I run a health and fitness program here in Sydney. Um, and I'm leading a team of ladies actually from around the world um, in mental health and uh, just self-love and well-being, which is how we came across you. Um, I set them all up to come to your um, Relentless Courage seminar a few weeks back. And so that's how we came to know you. Anyway, I'd like to answer your questions because what a year. It has been a crazy year. Okay, so number one for me, the best thing to come out of this year was actually uh, personal growth. So although our business was closed down and yes, um, we were faced with a lot of adversity, um, personal growth, I think the resilience and um, just getting to know myself a little bit better, even at my age, still so much to learn. I'm 49, about to turn 49 and still a lot to learn. So the personal growth was uh, next level. Okay, number two, the greatest lesson I learned was actually, actually there were two. Um, number one, be relentless, never give up. Um, it looked like tough times there for a bit, but no, we kept plowing forward. So, and number two was uh, not everyone sticks around when the chips are down. And that was a hard pill to swallow because the people you sometimes think are your ride or die when the chips are down, and certainly they, they may be scared as well, um, they're, they're quick to put their runners on. So that was a little bit of a shock, but nevertheless, uh, again, it was a lesson. Okay, number three. All right, the Australian government closed our business because we're a health and fitness studio, and uh, I guess we took a huge leap of faith, and uh, we took my health and fitness program um, global. So... It, it it worked for us, which was wonderful too. It took we had to invest a little bit, but um, and have a little bit of faith. But it took off, and um, it was crazy because us being in Sydney, Australia, and the majority of our clients in the US, and I'm a little unknown person, so we had to stay up all night to connect with the people in the US, just to prove to them that hey, we're real, we're not scammers. So we uh, actually had to. It was a lot of hard work, but well worth it. Okay, so number uh, four, 
I'm actually super proud of myself for staying positive and manifesting uh, willing, willingness to take off globally. And um, as nervous as I was, I absolutely was not going to give up. And it's worked really well. Um, so took a chance. Proud of myself for sticking with it. Okay, number five. Um, I'm still working on uh, taking my program in 2021 to every corner of the world. I'm still working hard on that. And um, I'm going to continue to work on the self-development with my with my group of clients as well because we're just doing so well. And we actually got a lot out of your seminar, so thank you so much for that. Um, we were up at 4.30 in the morning for that one here in Sydney, Australia. So, And then number six, uh, I guess to every person that took a chance on me, a little unknown health coach in Sydney, uh, an, an unknown fitness instructor in Sydney with a dream, uh, for every single person that saw my ad around the world and just took a chance on me, um, I'm so, so, so very grateful and I would give a shout out to every single one of those women and uh, just say thank you to them. And as much as they say that I changed their life, I can tell you now they certainly have changed mine. So, all right, thank you for this opportunity. I would love to talk to you one day, but even if it's not this time, that's fine. Um, take care. Thank you again for uh, being a part of our, our lives. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, Dr. Caroline. My name is Marilyn, and um, I felt led to share with you how my 2020 went. So um, it's been good, and it's had its challenges. So earlier this year in March, I was I got divorced um, after seven years of marriage to my husband, and um, he actually lived a double life most of our um, marriage, and then that came out rapidly in about a month. Everything unraveled, so that was kind of crazy. So um, that was that, and, and I felt like the Lord really helped me, and um, school also helped me. I graduated with my bachelor's in social work in March, and I couldn't graduate because of COVID. Everything was online. And then I graduated with my master's in clinical social work in December, and I also couldn't graduate because of COVID. Walk the stage, in other words. Um, so it was definitely bittersweet because rituals are so important for our development and they mark the beginning and the end of something. And I grieved that. And um, overall, I want to say that this year has brought a lot of growth. It's brought a lot of challenges and it's allowed me to stretch and to grow in ways that I did not expect. So in retrospect, I think the challenges, I think the people who are there, who have been there and are still there. Um, and I'm just really excited and hopeful for the future. I'm embarking and starting my career and um, I'm thankful for everything that happened in 2020. My name is Alexandra Donnell and 2020 was so unexpected for everyone. Um, but I actually met the love of my life in 2020. Um, I was in a relationship with an alcoholic from 2015 all the way up until 2019. 
I thought um, I would never meet someone who could love and respect me, so I got stuck in the toxic cycle of um, believing I could fix my um, partner at the time. And um, in 2019, came to the realization that uh, I loved and respected myself enough to um, break off our relationship and um, prayed that the Lord would have someone else for me um, out there. And so in 2020, um, the pandemic started and I actually downloaded a dating app and um, met my fiance through there. Um, very unexpected. And uh, we actually did FaceTime as our first date. And I knew there was something different about him um, when we met in person for a social distancing coffee date. Um, after that, we went on a lot of beach walks because everything else was closed. Um, and if we did grab food, we would eat the food in the car and um, and then say goodbye and then meet again for another hike or beach walk. And um, he's also a wild land firefighter. So he would go on the fires um, and he'd be gone for a couple weeks at a time. And so we relied heavily on phone call conversations. And, um, you know, COVID was actually a blessing in disguise for us because we didn't have an opportunity to go to a restaurant and um, have a drink and get distracted by our environment, but rather we were able to focus on conversations and being present with each other and really digging um, and seeing if this was something we wanted to pursue. And, um, you know, I don't think that I was my best in 2020, but yet he's still in love with me and vice versa. I think that, um, you know, we're just really excited about what the future holds for the both of us. And um, that's despite what's going on around us. So um, in um, November, he actually proposed and um, he took me out to uh, to a wild apple tree grove um, where he worked and uh, asked me to marry him there. So now we're going to get married during the pandemic in February. And, um, you know, honestly, we just want to have our immediate family there. So it's a great way to um, include them in such a special way and an intimate way as well. And um, we're going to Zoom in guests. Um, and honestly, it worked out so well because we had such a small budget for a wedding. And this is an opportunity for us to really just keep it small and intimate and focus on each other. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a happy new year. 
Dr. Leaf, in response to your Instagram questions about 2020, uh, the best thing that happened to me this year was that the breakthroughs I've been contending for actually became real. I received the strength to make the most of the extra time I had working at home, and God met me in the most astounding and personal ways. I remember walking around the block shortly after I had been told I would have to work from home in March, and I remember being intensely nervous about not so much working at home, but just the change that everything was going to bring. And I remember hearing God just gently remind me um, that if I would be all in uh, with him this year, he would make the changes more beautiful than I could imagine. And so I said yes, and I wasn't sure what I was saying yes to, but I broke out of a long period of writer's block and wrote a huge novel out of nowhere, something that God laid on my heart. Each chapter impacted me as I wrote it, and the process enabled me to answer a lot of questions I had roaming around in my heart concerning my writing dreams. Um, I have been writing for many, many years with serious publishing dreams, but this year I confronted my deepest insecurities in that realm and was able to declare war on specific lies that have come against me regularly. My prayer life has grown and expanded into greater levels of authority now that I have stared the enemies of my soul in the face and confronted them with truth rather than running from them. I'm proud to say that this is the first year in a long time that I've actually made real strides with each of my resolutions. Each one has been more of an adventure than I could ever have imagined, and there's still a journey ahead, but the process toward victory, the progress I've made has been so beautiful that I honestly cannot find it in me to regret this year. In 2021, I'm planning to work toward my publishing goals now that I've done a lot more research. Um, I've attended a conference, spoken with an agent. I just have a better understanding of the process. Obviously, my heart has ached more this year than I ever thought possible, um, especially for the trouble that's trying to tear our country apart. But I'm learning to face one battle at a time and stand on what I know to be true, teaching my emotions how to put on joy like an outfit until I feel it. I've learned to feel privileged that I'm able to have so many emotions and that they can be things that I direct in the Lord rather than things that I'm a slave to. I honestly would love to give a shout out to you, Dr. Leaf. I've skimmed your books before, but this year I actually read them all and was delighted to find so many processes that are already woven into my daily life. Um, your insights gave so much clarity and direction to the things I've been trying to do for my brain and body for a long time. So this year has been so rewarding in many, many different ways. So thank you so much for your part in that, and may God crown the year with his bounty. Here's to 2021. This is Jubilee Lipsy from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, the best thing that happened to me this year um, was to stop everything that I, I had planned and wait in, in God what He wants from me and my family because I couldn't do anything. We couldn't do anything. We cannot have um, uh, nothing to do without his voice so we were at home more in family together helping each other and the greatest lesson that i learned is to have um, more mercy and love to each other more so many people and friends that was in need uh, lost jobs and, and family members friends so we could help lots of people financially especially and praying for them uh, the obstacle that I faced um, was um, 
I couldn't do anything that everything that everything that was planned to do this year so I learned that I can, if I cannot do anything I need to stop and reflect and wait in God uh, what I am proud of myself is uh, that I I learned how to wait I learned how to slow down what I was doing before I, I learned um, how to pray more, how to help more other people. And what my planning for to, what are you planning to work in 2021 is continue to wait and see what is coming next. But day by day, I'm living my day as like the last day of my life. I'm not anxious, I'm waiting. Who has impacted you the most this year? I think my husband, because over a lot of problems happening, you know, he, he, was, um, he was so brave. He's still being a brave man, helping me, supporting me. My daughter as well, he, she lost her job, <clears throat> but he never stopped to, you know, to talk to us and pray for us. Hello, good day. My name is Kimberly and I'm speaking to you from Canada. Actually, I live in Pickering, Ontario. The greatest development to happen to me this year was embracing nature and uh, being outdoors. Just observing all the trees and their shapes, uh, just like so much body language. Uh, I really loved it. And sitting by the lake or the river, enjoying the calmness, um, just brought so much to my soul. I loved watching all the animals coming out like in the daylight and seeing so many humans outside walking, um, especially at the start of the pandemic as well. And just so many people embracing the outdoors and the fresh air. Most days I'd wake up early and I'd go see the sunrise and I'm just taking in the beauty of the morning and giving thanks for another day. Then in the evening, I would chase sunsets and share my pictures uh, to my family and friends, and they would call me the sunset chaser. Uh, I've been walking daily since the pandemic started, and um, I walk in the heat, uh, rain, cold, snow, and it has been so good for my mind. The past nine months of um, loving the outdoors has taught me the importance of fresh air and how it affects your mind, your body, and your soul. I'm at a stage now in my life where I embrace the many seasons of Canada. Um, usually I'm, I'm just a summer girl, but I've, I've really embraced um, a lot of uh, different seasons this year. And I love the outdoors and uh, I give blessings every day for the ability to see, hear and feel this magic. I'm working in high school and um, I actually work with uh, students with uh, disabilities. So we spend a lot of time outdoors as well too and we know that this has helped our students uh, during the pandemic. Just getting out in the fresh air and just breathing in and uh, it's been wonderful. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for this year for having the ability to do that. Thank you very much. Hi Dr. Leaf. Um... I just wanted to record this message because I just started the 21 day switch plan and it's been awesome and wanted to do the six things from your Instagram. So number one, the best thing that happened to me this year was me getting engaged. 
that was pretty awesome and unexpected, but it was really great. Um, two, the greatest lesson I learned this year was to be patient with myself. Um, I'm really, really good at extending a lot of patience for those around me and in frustrating situations. But if I mess up or if I'm not up to the par that I think I should be, that patience kind of goes out the window and I'm way too hard on myself than what I should be. And that kind of ties into number three, which is the obstacle that I faced and how I overcame it or overcoming it. And so this is why I started the 21 day plan is because I was diagnosed with depression um, in December and I kind of knew that I was, but, you know, trying to manage it the best way that I could and it was just getting really bad. But my doctor tried to put me on medication and I was not comfortable with that. And so I asked peers and mentors what they thought could help me. And my mentor, Laura Case, introduced me to the Switch app and it's been awesome. And it's been helping me overcome the um, not being patient with myself and the depression. And it's been amazing. So... I want to say thank you to you and to Laura. Y'all are both amazing. Um, I'm really proud of myself for getting into nursing school. That's been my biggest accomplishment of 2020. I've been working my tail off just trying to get in. And I got my acceptance in November. And it was amazing. It was such a great day. And I... And that's what I'm planning to work on in 2021 is work on my relationship and my engagement and planning a wedding and finishing my degree. And I would definitely say number six, the person who's most impacted me this year would be my mentor and confidant, Laura Case. She's really changed my spiritual walk and really helped me out a lot and just listening to my story and just being there and being a shoulder and it's been a crazy year crazy 2020 but some really good things came of it and yeah so thank you Dr. Leaf the best thing to happen to me this year was signing up for Alyssa Nobrega's transformational coaching certification course the growth, insight, personal transformation, self-awareness, and compassion have been priceless. The greatest lesson I learned this year is to truly love and accept all parts of myself. The loving understanding that judgment of a pattern or need perpetuates the pattern that only love and acceptance allow it to energetically integrate and let go. The greatest obstacle I faced this year was moving beyond my fear, freeing myself from living in survival, oh no, what's next mode, to oh yes, what's next mindset. I did this through the coaching course I'm in, using somatic work, mindset work, intuitive healing, awareness of patterns and programming, and heaps of forgiveness and insourcing of my deeper desires 
safety, worth, and stability. I'm so very proud of myself for not giving up. Having a full-time job and being the single parent of two teen girls, as we all adjusted to life at home during COVID, I had moments where I couldn't see all the pieces, but I knew they were there, and I just kept trusting in the process and a higher purpose. In 2021, I'm planning to refine my skills as a transformational coach and help others that struggle with some of the same things I've learned from throughout life. I am recovering from COVID that I got a few weeks ago, so uh, my voice might sound a little strange, but uh, I'll start with the first question. The best thing that happened to me this year was reconnecting with my old boyfriend. We had gone our separate ways for about a year. We both had a lot of growing and healing to do. And our relationship previously just was not, I just believed it wasn't really what God had for us and it wasn't healthy, as healthy as it could be. And I felt like God wanted me to let go of the relationship last year. It was possibly the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. But after the summer, God brought us back together and we are better friends than before. We took up snorkeling in Laguna Beach as a hobby and bonded underwater looking at fish and plants and seals at the marine reserve. I was so encouraged by how much we had both grown in the last year in our maturity, our treatment of one another, and our commitment to God. The greatest lesson that I learned this year was to take responsibility for my own life. This year brought up a lot of buried issues about myself, my childhood, and my family. I had to face some realities of how some of the things that happened in my childhood were not as perfect as I thought and had actually affected me in negative negative ways. I also had to face continued unhealthy issues in my family, such as codependency and lack of boundaries, and accept the reality of how that had caused problems in my life and my own relationships. I went through a series, uh, a process first of where I blamed first, and uh, just had a lot of resentment and hopelessness. And then I came to a better place of acceptance and forgiveness and personal responsibility. I started to see a counselor for the first time this year, and she helped me to grow in boundaries and ownership of my life, which brought me so much new freedom and hope. My counselor's own story really inspired me because she was 38 years old when she went back to school and got her high school diploma. She continued her education and now has a PhD. She told me that it's better late than never, and this message gave me a lot of hope. I wrote a list of some of my goals and dreams, things that I regretted not pursuing or I had just neglected in trying to take care of other people and and, um, kind of live my life through others. And I decided to start taking actions towards those goals. I also learned that no one else will be able to validate and affirm me as much as I need it except for God and myself, and that a healthy and loving view of myself needs to start from the inside with God and me and myself. The biggest obstacle I faced was some resistance to my new boundaries. It took many conversations and not always getting it right on my end. Sometimes in my new zeal to establish boundaries, I went a little too far. I had to face the obstacle of myself to overcome my own feelings of rejection and fear to and, and um, disappointment and regrets to, to a place of acceptance, like accepting the things that I cannot control as part of God's good plan for my life. 
and also to a place of faith that says, from now on, from now on, I can make better choices and better decisions. Even this winter, God is also showing me some examples of his why his timing was so right for my life. And I'm just seeing the fruit of a lot of that right now. And um, there was times when I felt forgotten in my life. And I see now him showing me things that he spared me from and, and showing me how how much I've grown and how because I've grown, I'm in a better place now and in, and in the future to receive some of the things I wanted when I was younger. I am proud of finishing the first draft of a book I started a few years ago. This is my first book-length manuscript. And next year, I want to finish the second and the third drafts of this book and apply to grad schools in England. I want to give a shout out to Anton Dmitriev. He was the very first person who really made me believe that I could be a writer. And he continues to challenge me to be a better version of myself, to act with more integrity, to tell the truth, to seek to change the world. And he just really validated the ways that I've been created to do those things. Hey, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Um, I was just going to answer the questions that you had. The best thing that happened to me in 2020 is uh, my husband and I are personal trainers and our gym shut down that we contracted out of. So God brought us our own gym, which was a miracle. So that was awesome. Um, the greatest lesson I learned in 2020 was that um, I do not have to be in control or the idea or the facade that I'm actually in control is... Uh, not an option. So I learned that the more that I try, the more frustrated that I am. So I've learned that it's more peaceful to surrender, relinquish, and not feel the need to control. Um, the obstacle that I've had this year that I'm overcoming still, um, but I've, I've gotten better at is learning how to hear God uh, speak to me through my dreams. Um, it's like learning a new language. So that's been something that's been a bit of a challenge and overcoming it through stepping out in faith and learning that way. Um, the biggest thing I'm proud of myself this year is um, beginning to learn to relinquish control um, and seeing in all the different areas that it has affected me and how I can relinquish it and, and, and not feel like I have to be in control. Um, 2020, uh, for 2021, what I want to see me be is a better wife because that is an area that I think... Um, I can definitely grow in, so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to just being a better wife and, and communicating in a more loving way. Um, and the most impact for this year, um, the the people that have had the most impact on my life would be uh, Ignited Ministries, Pastor Kathy Campbell and Charity Campbell. They have um, impacted my husband and I in so many areas, um, but significantly in growing in our relationship with God. Uh, so. That's it. The best thing that's happened to me this year is finding this online support group for people with chronic illnesses. Uh, it's called uh, CISFA. It's on Facebook. Um, such a su supportive community. It's been such a lifeline this year. Um, I kind of I feel I feel like they're my friends actually, uh, which I've never really felt with uh, online relationships. Um, the greatest lesson I've learned this year uh, is that I am extremely sensitive um, 
and introverted, more introverted than I realised, but also that I need people, and not just one person or, or two people, I need lots of people, a variety of people. The obstacle that I faced this year has been a a dramatic and severe decline in my mental health um, to the point of having suicidal thoughts and really struggling to get through each day. I wouldn't say that I have overcome it, um, but I am getting through it. using some of the the self-care tools that I've used before. Um, It's a work in progress. Definitely a work in progress. Um, The thing that I'm proud of myself for this year is um, surviving. Um, At the beginning of the pandemic, I... I thought I'd be fine. I I didn't think it would affect me that much. And I remember joking with my mum in about September or maybe August. Uh, We were talking about getting through winter and and I said, well, it's it's not like I'm going to die from being a bit sad. And uh, little did I know that I would spend quite a lot of time wanting to die. So, I'm still here, it's the end of the year, and actually that's huge, it's really really huge. Um, The thing that I'm planning on working on in 2021 is rebuilding the damage that's been done. Um, Not quite sure how to do that, but right now I'm still in the enduring survival stage rather than the thriving stage um the the last question then who's impacted me most i'd I'd probably say my parents um i've come to rely on them a lot more than i have done for many years um they've been a rock they've been consistently supportive and i wouldn't I probably wouldn't be here without them. Hi, Dr. Leaf. So I saw your um, post on Instagram and I wanted to offer my answers for the questions that you post. Um, So number one was, what was the best thing to happen to you this year? And um, this year, 2020, I would say that um, the best thing Uh, that happened was I had quite a few milestones happen in my life. So I um, started my clinical practicum. I'm a a marriage and family therapy graduate student. And so I got placed in my practicum site to start acquiring my hours for licensing. Um, I got married um, in November on November 1st. And then shortly after we bought our, our very first home. So, um, I'd say, you know, 2020 was, was quite a big year for us. Um, the second question that you posed was what was the greatest lesson you learned this year? And, uh, I feel like there were so many lessons learned and for so many reasons. And, um, 
one of the biggest ones for me was uh, learning how to set boundaries with my family, um, especially getting married and moving on and uh, starting a new family and, uh, you know, forming new relationships and bonding with, with his family. I came from a very uh, dysfunctional family, whereas he came from a very stable family. And so uh, a lot of the things that I had learned growing up, I had to unlearn. And I'm still in that process of learning how to uh, accept love and what healthy relationship looks like and um, very much so uh, how to set personal boundaries for myself and to protect my peace. Uh, the third question was, what obstacle did you face and how did you overcome it or are you overcoming it? And uh, I've been talking about this a lot lately as far as obstacles go. And um, I think one of the biggest things that I've realized is that uh, marriage is still an obstacle for me. And I think that is because, although I'm newly married, I think it is because of where I've come from and not seeing healthy relationships growing up and now um, wanting so badly, you know, to maintain the relationship that I have now with my husband. And uh, the last few weeks have been very challenging as far as uh, how to accept love. I've, I've realized that it's very hard for me to to trust and to accept love and um, to know how to be safe or feel safe and secure in this new relationship because um, I was left to emotionally sustain myself, uh, you know, my entire childhood and up until now in my early 30s. And so um, it's a it's a lot of obstacles, but therapy and talking about it and having a supportive partner is definitely uh, helping me out quite a bit. Um, and number four was, what are you proud of yourself for doing this year? And I think what I'm mostly proud of is pushing myself in a way that allows me to accept the things that I've always wanted and I've always dreamed of. So I can truly say that I prayed for everything that I have this year or everything good that's happened to me. Um, finishing graduate school, being the first person in my family to uh, go to grad school and work in a field where um, I feel I can make the best, the biggest impact, the best and biggest impact. Um, I'm so passionate about mental health and, um, you know, then getting married and and buying a home, it's just, these are the things I always wanted. And I'm just so proud that, you know, all those years of waiting and, and working towards uh, finally, finally is here. And I'm able to truly uh, appreciate it now. And then number five, what are you planning to work on in 2021? Um, I think one of the biggest things I'm I'm trying to work on right now is how is how to extend grace to myself. Um, I'm I've realized I'm very hard on myself. I have the perfectionist mentality. I feel like I have to have it all figured out, 
And uh, the reality of that is, is <laughs> nobody has it figured out <laughs> that we're all just uh, just working and, and, and trying our very best. Um, but that times do get hard. Um, and it's okay to have those times. It's just how you uh, get out of those those places and those headspace headspaces that uh, kind of hold us back from uh, really <sighs> receiving the promotions that are in store for us, and to know that we all have purpose. We have purpose in this life, and uh, we can't let it get. We can't let ourselves get the best of us because there's, there's work to be done and there's, there's people to help. Um, and then number six, who has impacted you the most this year and who do you want to give a shout out to? Um, I mean, it sounds very cliche, but I would probably say I have to shout out my husband just because I've never known love like his before. I never knew that somebody would show up for me, um, in a way that I had never seen. Um, and it being in the form of a man, um, just coming from such a dysfunctional childhood and having very skewed views of men, um, that he's really made an impact on me. And I feel that's, I feel so grateful that I get to start uh, reversing all the bad things that I knew before um, as far as what men are and who they are in my life and that I am worthy of love. And I think that is um, an incredible thing to realize this year. And um, yeah, I am just grateful. so much for listening to me over the past few years and supporting my work and this podcast you guys and your stories of healing make all the hard work worth it so thank you i hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.